Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coffee Break German, Lesson 25. Herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Der Kurs, der euch hilft, euer Deutsch zu verbessern. Mein Name ist Marc. Mein Name ist Thomas. And this episode is the episode in which we deal with emergencies. Of course, hopefully you won't need the language in this episode when you're traveling in a German-speaking country, but you never know. And there will, of course, be the opportunities for some further practice of the patterns of the German language that we've been learning over recent weeks. Also, Marc, bist du bereit? Ja, ich bin bereit. Lass uns anfangen. Auf geht's. Wie üblich, am Anfang ein bisschen Wiederholung. Okay, let's start with a little bit of review. Thomas, can you give me some phrases to translate from English into German? Number one, how would you say if you're on the telephone, who's speaking, please? So, as usual, a little time for our listeners to think about it, and indeed me to think about it. I would say, wer ist am Apparat? Ja, sehr gut. Oder? Oder mit wem spreche ich? Ausgezeichnet. Okay, number two. May I speak to Mr. Müller? I think that would be, darf ich mit... Herrn Müller sprechen. Very good. Care of the dative. Yeah, so mit Herrn, also opposed to Herr. Nummer drei. Unfortunately, Mr. Müller is not available. Now, it's that word available that I find tricky. Uh, I think it's verfügbar. Verfügbar. So, leider, Herr Müller ist nicht Verfügbar. Leider ist Herr Müller nicht verfügbar. Of course, we have to turn that verb around. Leider ist Herr Müller nicht verfügbar. Sehr gut. Okay, what about doing some practice of spelling? Okay, let's start with some towns, some German towns. Okay. Dresden. That would be d r e s d E N Dresden. Sehr gut. D R E S D E N. Okay. Berlin. B E R L I N. B E R L I N. Berlin. I said German towns, but of course German is not spoken only in Germany. So maybe an Austrian town, Salzburg. 
So that would be S-A-L-Z-B-U-R-G. S-A-L-Z-B-U-R-G, Salzburg. Okay. Oh, Köln. Now, this is a little bit tricky because as far as I remember, Köln has one of the umlauts on the on the O. How do I say Köln? How do I spell K-O-umlaut L-N? You could say K-Ö-L-N. So the Ö sound there is the actual sound of the O with the umlaut on it. Yes. K-Ö-L-N. And if you wanted to be unmistaken, you could say K-O-E-L-N. But isn't that like spelling it K-O-E-L-N? Yes, that's how you can spell the umlauts. Ö is O-E, Ü is U-E, and Ä is A-E. So are these tones sometimes spelled like that? Yes, for example, I always spell it like, like that if I have a non-German keyboard, because I find it really hard to find the two dots. Yeah, okay, as if you're looking for the, the keyboard shortcuts for, for those dots for the umlauts. Um, okay, so... Could I spell Köln then? K-E-L-N or K-O-E-L-N? Yeah, that's right. Now try München. So I'm guessing that would be M-U-N-C-H-E-N. Yeah, or M-U-E-N. C-H-E-N. M-U-N-C-H-E-N or M-U-E-N-C-H-E-N. München. And what about one with an E umlaut in it? Yeah, for example, Kärnten. So in English that would be K-E-Umlaut R-N-T-E-N. Yeah. So in German we would say k e Almost, it's more eh, eh, eh. Okay, k e r n t e n, k e r n t e n. Okay, or k a e r n t e n. Now, so far, when we talked about the pronunciation, we didn't speak about the spelling of the words. No, although I have seen how most of these words are spelled on on our lesson notes. And if you would like to get access to our lesson notes, then you can find out how to do that at coffeebreakgerman.com. But there is one letter that I've noticed in those lesson notes um, that is kind of like, it's linked in some way to S. So like Ich heiße. Yeah, so that's spelled H-E-I and then a kind of curly S that looks a bit like a B. Yeah, it's it's called Scharfes S. Scharfes S. A sharp S. You may also hear SZ. That's the same, but where I come from, we tend to say Scharfes S. Okay, so if I were spelling Heise, could I say H-A-E Scharfes S A? Yeah. Or SZ A. Or H-A-E SZ A. Right. I think it's time to get on with the lesson topic for today because I think we've spent enough time reviewing our spelling. Das glaube ich auch. Okay. We're talking about emergencies and situations where you may unfortunately have to ask for help or visit even a police station to say that you've lost something or that something has happened. So to begin with, let's focus on one phrase. 
Can you help me, please? Können Sie mir bitte helfen? And this is a phrase we've done many times before, so let's hear it again. Können Sie mir bitte helfen? Können Sie mir bitte helfen? Can you, to me, please help? Können Sie mir bitte helfen? Können Sie mir bitte helfen? How would I just say help? Hilfe. 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 So the help is? Die Hilfe. Die Hilfe. In an emergency, we may end up needing to go to the hospital. What's the hospital? Das Krankenhaus. Das Krankenhaus. Das Krankenhaus. Krank means sick, ill. So, ich bin krank, I am ill. So, the Krankenhaus is the ill house. The ill house. Okay, the Krankenhaus. Um, and what would the police station be? Die Polizeistation. Die Polizeistation. Polizei, the police, station, station. Okay, seems straightforward enough. Die Polizeistation. Die Polizeistation. So in the Polizeistation, we might need to say, I've lost something. So I've lost my passport. Ich habe meinen Ausweis verloren. Ich habe, I have, meinen Ausweis. Meinen Ausweis. My passport. And that would be accusative. Yeah. And then what was the last word? Verloren. 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 So that's lost and that goes to the end. Yeah. Ich habe meinen Ausweis verloren. Ich habe meinen Ausweis verloren. Ich habe meinen Ausweis verloren. And what about my key? We know the word for key. Of course we do. Schlüssel. Der Schlüssel. Der Schlüssel. So it would be, ich habe meinen Schlüssel verloren. Ganz genau. Uh, what about my case, my suitcase? Koffer. Der Koffer. Der Koffer. Ich habe meinen Koffer verloren. Ich habe meinen Koffer verloren. Something else you might lose and we already know, das Ticket. Yeah, so if you're in a train, you might have lost your ticket and you have to explain that. Ich habe, ah, it's das Ticket, so it becomes, ich habe mein Ticket verloren. Perfect. So, any other das words? Das Handy, the mobile. Das Handy. Das Handy. As in the word handy? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose a mobile phone is a handy thing to have around. Das Handy. Ich habe mein Handy verloren. Ich habe mein Handy verloren. Ich habe mein Handy verloren. So we've lost some masculine things. We've lost some neuter things. Any feminine things that you can think of? Mm, well, I suppose you could lose your daughter. Oh, hopefully not. Um, but if you had, that would be Ich habe meine Tochter verloren. Meine Tochter. Yeah. Okay, so the accusative case there for meine Tochter. Ich habe meine Tochter verloren. Ich habe meine Tochter verloren. Another important feminine one is Brieftasche. The wallet. Die Brieftasche. And is that used for both wallet and purse? So uh, both male and female type wallets? Ja. Yeah. Brieftasche. Brieftasche. Die Brieftasche. Ich habe meine Brieftasche verloren. Ich habe meine Brieftasche verloren. Ich habe meine Brieftasche verloren. Now, it also might be possible that we haven't lost them, but they were stolen from us. Again, hopefully not. But how would you say, for example, my mobile phone has been stolen? 
Mein Handy wurde gestohlen. Mein Handy wurde gestohlen. Was stolen. Mein Handy wurde gestohlen. Mein Handy wurde gestohlen. So could I say, meinen Koffer wurde gestohlen. Ah, you can use the nominative case here. So it's just mein Koffer. Of course, because it's the subject of the sentence. So it's not, I have lost my suitcase, but my suitcase was stolen. Mein Koffer wurde gestohlen. Mein Koffer wurde gestohlen. Mein Schlüssel wurde gestohlen. Yeah, but pay attention with the feminine one because it's meine Brieftasche. Meine Brieftasche wurde gestohlen. Meine Brieftasche wurde gestohlen. Okay, so if, if for example, I've lost my, my suitcase, perhaps I might be asked to describe it. Can you, can you describe it? Yeah, that's easy. The police might ask you, können Sie das beschreiben? Können Sie das beschreiben? Beschreiben. So that's got schreiben in it, which we know means to write. And, and I suppose also describe has scribe in it also. <laughs> so yeah, good one there, Mark. So können Sie das beschreiben? Können Sie das beschreiben? Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. 我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我们来看看我们的课文。我
So let's run through the colours again. We've got blue. Blau. Red. Rot. Black. Schwarz. Yellow. Gelb. Green. Grün. White. Weiß. Brown. Braun. And what would grey be? Grau. Grau. I suppose we can then say, es ist blau, if we've got a blue suitcase. Es ist blau. Es ist grün. And could we say it's big or small? Es ist groß? Yeah. Or klein? Es ist klein. So, können Sie das beschreiben? Can you describe it? Es ist blau und groß. Yeah. Or you can say, der Koffer ist blau und groß. Der Koffer ist blau und groß. You may also be asked afterwards by the police when your suitcase was stolen. So we would say, wann wurde der Koffer gestohlen? Wann wurde der Koffer gestohlen? Wann wurde der Koffer gestohlen? So I could say this morning, heute Morgen. Heute Morgen or gestern Abend. Was gestern? Yesterday. Gestern. Gestern. Gestern Abend. Yesterday evening. And could I say am Freitag? Ja, am Freitag, am Samstag. Okay. And we may also be asked, I guess, where was it stolen? Wo wurde der Koffer gestohlen? Wo wurde der Koffer gestohlen? How would you say beside the church? You would say neben, and I'm thinking my dative here, neben der Kirche. Neben der Kirche or on the square. I know that it's over the square. When we go over the square, it's über den Platz. How would you say on the square? Auf dem Platz. So über den Platz must be accusative. Yeah. And auf dem Platz must be dative. Very good. Auf dem Platz. Auf dem Platz, on the square. Um, what about... At the zoo. Im Zoo. Im Zoo? In dem, we heard that last time. Of course, like im Moment. So yeah. im Zoo. Im Zoo. In the zoo. As we've said, hopefully you'll never have to use any of this language, but we have taken the opportunity to learn a little bit more about how German works. Now, just while we're talking about how German works, it's time to hand you over to Kirsten, our grammar guru, who is joined by her friend today, and we're going to be looking at prepositions. Over to you, Kirsten. Now today, I'm delighted to be joined by my friend Daniel, who is spending some time in Scotland this summer. He's agreed to help me with these Grammar Guru segments for the next few weeks. So I hope you enjoy listening to a new voice with a different accent. Hallo zusammen, ich bin Daniel. Also Daniel, woher kommst du? Ich komme aus Süddeutschland, in der Nähe vom Bodensee. Aha, Bodensee. You'll remember Bodensee, Julia talked about that a few weeks ago. Und warum bist du hier in Schottland? Äh, momentan mache ich Urlaub hier. Normalerweise studiere ich in England. Und sprichst du vielleicht auch Englisch? Yes, I do. Ich spreche Deutsch, Englisch und Schwäbisch. Schwäbisch? Hmm, maybe you'll need to explain Schwäbisch to our listeners. Schwäbisch, or Swabian, is a dialect spoken in parts of southern Germany. Okay, so maybe we can learn a bit of Schwäbisch in a future episode. Das können wir. Come on! <laughs> okay, well, you can explain that another time. 
Now, as promised previously, this week I'm going to teach you a bit more about prepositions, and Daniel is going to help by giving us some sample sentences using these prepositions. Now you'll know by now that prepositions require the words which follow them, such as articles, adjectives and pronouns, to change their forms. Remember we had über den Platz and neben der Kirche? Anything that came after the preposition über had to be put into the accusative case, and after neben had to be put in the dative case. You've come across several prepositions now, and I bet you're wondering how you're going to remember which case they take. The simple answer is, you've just got to learn them. Yeah, even us Germans have to learn these things, although we do have the advantage of hearing them every day. To make things a bit easier, I'm going to put the accusative and dative prepositions into groups for you. Some common prepositions which take the accusative case are durch, meaning through, für, meaning for, gegen, that means against, ohne, without, and um, which means around or at. Now, let's have some example sentences of each of these from Daniel. So, Daniel, what about durch? Um, let's see. Um, gehen Sie durch den Park. So that's one you'll probably understand by now, meaning go through the park. And what about one for für? Um, that could be Meine Hausaufgaben sind für den Lehrer. Okay, so Lehrer, that's something we'll know already. Thomas is the Lehrer for this course. And Hausaufgaben. Now, Aufgabe is a, a, a task, um, and a task that you do in your house. So, can you guess what that might mean? Yep, that's it. Homework for your teacher. Meine Hausaufgaben sind für den Lehrer. So, an exact translation would be, my homework is for the teacher. And gegen? That could be, diese Tabletten sind gegen den Ausschlag. So, Tabletten, we had those recently, and an Ausschlag, maybe you could explain that, Daniel? Ausschlag is a rash, for example. So, diese Tabletten sind gegen den Ausschlag. That would be, these tablets are for a rash. Because in English, we take tablets for something or to treat something. But in German, you would take tablets against something, which actually makes a bit more sense. Okay, so what about an example for ohne? That could be, gehen Sie nicht ohne einen Regenschirm in den Regen. Okay, so we'll recognize the word Regen, which means rain. Um, and that would mean, don't go into the rain without an umbrella. And finally, what about an example for um? Yes, let's say, hier können Sie um den See wandern. Okay, um den See. So that would mean, here, you can walk around the lake. So, there we've had examples for the prepositions durch, für, gegen, ohne and um. But did you notice anything? Uber is not in this list. But don't worry, this little mystery will be explained in a future grammar segment, so stay tuned. Let's move on now to the prepositions which take the dative case. Let's start with the preposition by, which means at or near. Can you give us an example, Daniel? We could say, im Moment arbeite ich bei der Post. So that would be, at the moment, I work at the post office. 
And what about mit, which means with or by if you're talking about means of transport? Ich fahre jeden Tag mit der U-Bahn. Okay, that was a good one. So mit der U-Bahn, that would mean by subway. You travel with the subway. So every day I travel with the subway. So, so far we've heard bei der Post and mit der U-Bahn. But we would normally hear die Post und die U-Bahn because these nouns are both feminine. So what's happening here? Well, as we've explained, these prepositions take the dative case, which makes die change to der, and we get bei der Post and mit der U-Bahn. And we'll hear lots more of these. Let's look at nach, which means after or to. Okay, we could say, bitte gehen Sie nach der Ampel rechts. Okay, so we're back to directions here, and that would mean go right after the traffic lights. Okay, and what about gegenüber, which means opposite? Ich wohne gegenüber dem Bahnhof. Ich wohne gegenüber dem Bahnhof. Now, normally we would hear der Bahnhof, but because of this dative preposition gegenüber, it changes to dem. Ich wohne gegenüber dem Bahnhof, which would mean I live opposite the train station. Now, Daniel, what about an example for aus, which means from or out of? Well, uh, I could tell you about my friend. He comes from Switzerland. Mein Freund kommt aus der Schweiz. Okay, so we'd normally hear die Schweiz, but because of aus, it's aus der Schweiz. And what about von, which means from? Or in some cases, of? Well, we could talk about you, Kirsten. Kirsten ist eine Freundin von mir. Ah, oh, what a good example there, Daniel. So that would really mean... Kirsten is a friend from me, or of mine, we'd be more likely to say that in English. So that was von, and what about zu, which means to? Oh, we can talk about tomorrow there. Ich gehe morgen zu einem Fußballspiel. Good, so tomorrow you're going to a football match. Okay, so finally let's look at Zeit, which means since or for. Yeah, we could talk about my friend from earlier, from Switzerland. Er lebt seit seiner Kindheit in der Schweiz. Okay, Daniel, I think you're getting a bit ahead of yourself there. That's quite a grammatically difficult example. But not to worry, we'll be talking about one word you used, seiner, in next week's show. For now, let me translate that one for our listeners. He has lived since his childhood in Switzerland. Now, this has been a very long Grammar Guru segment, and we hope you're not too overwhelmed by all these prepositions. We'll hand you back to Mark and Thomas in the studio. Bis zum nächsten Mal. Tschüss. Okay, my mind is a little bit addled, so I think it's time for something a little lighter. And it's over to Julia, our cultural correspondent, who this week is taking us on a virtual tour of Munich. Hallo alle zusammen. Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. And I'm back with another episode in our Top 5 Things to See and Do series. Again, not in a particular order. This time we'll be looking at Bavaria's capital, Munich, or München, as we say. 
When you ask foreigners about Munich, you can often expect two things that come to their minds. Bayern München, the world-famous football club, and the Oktoberfest. And this is my first tip for you. Every year it is celebrated for 16 days from late September to the first weekend in October. More than 6 million visitors attend Oktoberfest. It's the world's largest fair celebrating and drinking beer and dancing to Bavarian traditional music. It is sure to be an exciting event, especially for foreigners, as it can be seen as an important part of Bavarian culture dating back to 1810. A bit of inside knowledge now. Among locals, this celebration is only known as Divisen, the meadows, referring to the fairgrounds. So now you know if you want to sound like a local, avoid using the word Oktoberfest. But of course, visitors don't have to wait until September to enjoy ein Glas Bier, a glass of beer, in a traditional Bavarian atmosphere. In the many Biergärten, or beer gardens all over town, you can relax in the sun and get to know the locals. One of the most famous and traditional beer gardens belongs to Munich's beer hall number one, the Hofbräuhaus am Platzl, right in the city center. Not far from the Hofbräuhaus am Platzl, you can find the beautiful Marienplatz, the city's main square since 1158. Its most prominent landmark is the Neues Rathaus, the new city hall, where the impressive Glockenspiel, chimes, in the tower draw millions of tourists a year. Right behind the Marienplatz you will find St. Peter, a church whose tower offers one of the best views over the city. Some days it is even possible to see the Alps from up there. When you've had enough of the busy city life, there are several day trips you can do to discover the area around München. A popular trip, especially among locals, is to the Starnberger See, Lake Starnberg, Germany's fifth biggest lake about 25 kilometers south of Munich. This really is a recreation area situated in an idyllic landscape. Another much longer but very worthwhile trip is to the famous Schloss Neuschwanstein, Neuschwanstein Castle, right at the border to Austria. This fairy tale castle was commissioned by King Ludwig II of Bavaria as a retreat and has seen 60 million visitors since its opening to the public in 1886. It may well be familiar to you due to its appearance in many movies. And it was apparently the inspiration for Disneyland's Sleeping Beauty Castle. So what are you waiting for? Pack your bags and discover the beautiful area in and around Munich. Back to Thomas and Mark in the studio. Viele Grüße von mir und bis zum nächsten Mal. Also, das reicht für heute. Ich glaube auch. Now, as we said already, hopefully you won't have occasion to use these emergency phrases that we've learned in this lesson, but at least now you have learned them. If you have had any interesting experiences in German police stations or hospitals, then perhaps you'd like to share those stories with us at the Facebook group. Or perhaps you'd just like to post your photos of Schloss Neuschwanstein, the Starnberger See, or Munich's famous Glockenspiel. 
Post your photos and stories at facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Next time, we're going to change the topic slightly and be talking more about ourselves and how to make conversation with other people. A very important skill if you want to practice your German. Until then, bis zum nächsten Mal. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.